Welcome to The Well Woman Show. Each episode is a transformational journey using mindfulness, feminism, leadership, and strategy to support you to thrive personally, generate wealth, and impact your community. And now, here's your host, feminist thought leader, London School of Economics grad, leadership consultant, and transformational coach, Giovanna Rossi. Hello, Well Women. On the show this week, I talked to Dr. Janice Gonzalez, who is a mom, an author, a pediatrician, and a public health physician with expertise in health policy and administration. Janice currently works as the Maternal Child Health Director in New Mexico at the Department of Health, and her interests include children with special health care needs, prevention of adverse childhood events, and advocating for health equity. She just released her book, Lessons from a Gentle Life, about the loss of her daughter. And on the show this week, you're going to learn about using your passion to inspire others, the importance of bringing the personal into the professional, and how grief taught her some of the most important lessons. All the information shared today can be found at the show notes at wellwomanlife.com slash 189show. You can also continue the conversation with us in the Well Woman Life community group at wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook. The Well Woman Show is thankful for support from the Natural Awakenings magazine in New Mexico and High Desert Yoga in Albuquerque. Now to my interview with Dr. Janice Gonzalez. I'm speaking with Dr. Janice Gonzalez today. Welcome to the show. Thank you. So nice to be here. It's so great to have you here. I have worked with you for many years. Um, and you have a new book out um, that I want to talk to you about. But first of all, let's have you start by telling listeners, who are you in the world today? Who is Dr. Janice Gonzalez? I think there's a lot of ways to answer that. Um, you know, probably the easiest is to go with personal role, like I'm a mother, um, or professional role um, at the Department of Health. Um, but I think that maybe the best way to say it is that I'm a deeply feeling person trying to make sense of the world. Mm. Okay. Yes. And do you do you feel like you bring that identity into obviously in your personal life, but into your work life too? Yes, I do. And how do you do that? So as in the introduction, we heard that you're the director of maternal child health at the New Mexico Department of Health. You've been a pediatrician, you're a, a trained medical doctor. Um, how do you bring that into your work? Well, I think having a passion for the work is extremely important. Because if you're going to inspire other people who work for you, you have to be passionate about it yourself. Um, so I, I think that's one of the things that I bring to the job. I love that because, you know, on the Well Woman show, we talk about leadership a lot and, and passion and purpose. And I know that in the, um, in the regular world, not in the Well Woman <laughs> world, but, you know, out, out in the world, um, we're often told to sort of act like men and, and sort of model male leadership Yes. Styles. And what you're saying by bringing that feeling in and and the connection to the passion, that that's not that. Like you're really saying, you know, being who you are as a leader is what you bring to your to your job and to your life. Yes, I agree. I, and I think I think it's important to to have leaders who can do that. Yeah. I think it's so interesting because um 
there's so much around, you know, separation of personal and professional. And in order to be professional, you can't talk about your personal life at work. And I know there's a lot of that in like HR and, and stuff, but it seems more and more that in order to show up fully as ourselves and do a great job, we we actually do need to bring the personal to the professional. Right. And I think that personal side informs the professional work. Um, you know, it it helps me to know how to serve the mothers and children in the state, which is what we're trying to do. And um, Dr. Gonzalez, can you describe a time in your life when you weren't doing that? Like you weren't being a deeply feeling person and trying to really make sense of the world. Um, maybe you you were in a different place in your life and, and that journey to, to where you are now? Well, I think when I was younger and still in school um, that I, I didn't really think about it that way. I was just really consumed with getting good grades, getting degrees, um, you know, getting through. And, and I didn't think about the feeling side of it. And what made, what, what changed for you? Well, I, th- I would say when I started having children, really, um, which I didn't do till I had gotten through um, the, you know, the schooling and the residency. And then when I became a mom, that's, that's when I think things started to shift. Mm. And you actually wrote a book about your journey as, as a mom and as a woman um, called Lessons from a Gentle Life, Reflections on Love, Loss, and Healing. Can you give us a snapshot of, of what, what, what made you write this book? Why was it important to tell this story? Well, when I first started writing it, um, it was almost 15 years ago. <laughs> and it was right after my third child had died from leukemia. And I just had all these emotions and um, thoughts that I needed to get out. And then it just kind of poured out. So I started writing and writing, writing, and I wrote a lot. And it was, it was much longer and um, a lot more painful details. And a lot of things that people wouldn't really want to read about. <laughs> but, but it was just for me at that mm. point. I just had to get it out. Um, and over the years, I put it away for a while, and then I would take it out again. And eventually, I started editing it down and then adding things to it, you know, as time went on. And I did process it and and come to some sort of um, place of healing. And then I felt like I had even more to contribute in terms of trying to help someone else who might be going through something similar. So it's kind of a combination now of some of that early writing and then a lot of um, later things that developed over time. Mm-hmm. But but my purpose in, in writing it and, and publishing it is really to help someone else who might be going through something similar so that they know that they're not alone in, in how they're feeling and what they're thinking and how confusing it can be. 
Okay, and just to summarize your the the actual um the the thing that happened was that your youngest child passed away yes. when she was very young. She was yes, less than three, two and a half, three. Yes. And your your two other children are grown now. In mm-hmm. and so the really the the book is about the lessons from from that journey. Would you could you share like w- maybe people are listening right now that have gone through that or are you know are, are also grieving. Can you share a lesson with listeners? Right. After after it happened and, and as I thought about it over the years, I realized that there were a lot of things that that she had taught me even in that really short time of life. And one of the most important, I think, was that what the world tells you is valuable isn't really true. <laughs> I mean, we're we're told all the time that you know, women who look a certain way are more valuable, or people who have money are more valuable, um, or kids who develop on time and, you know, or ahead of schedule are more valuable. And, and it just isn't true, because um, she she was perfect the way she was. Mm-hmm. She really was. She was very special. And um, and everybody could see that. But, but yet children, um, because she also had Down syndrome, mm-hmm. not just leukemia, and children with Down syndrome are often not felt to be as valuable. Right. A lot of times people with disabilities feel that way. Yeah. And it's remarkable that sometimes it takes something like this to learn that lesson, right? Like how can we get that lesson somehow without having to go through something tragic, right? Right. I, I, I wish I could say I had learned it earlier, but I, I really hadn't. Yeah, many of us don't. I mean, many of us um, in the Well Woman community, we, I definitely see women who um, get right to the edge before they uh, learn whatever the lesson was that they needed, you know, <laughs> mm-hmm. or, or maybe they go off the edge, actually, um, either health-wise, you know, physical health, mental health, emotional, um, whatever it is, that there's something that it, sometimes it takes that to to really learn that lesson. Um, Dr. Gonzalez, I want to ask you how you handled this, in particular, this, this lesson, which I think is really um, interesting, while being a pediatrician, because um, you were living it personally, but you were also living it professionally, like having to know the developmental markers for other children in the community, right? But at the same time, you're learning that actually, maybe that's not the most important thing to be focused on. How did that impact you professionally? I think it definitely impacted the way I interacted with parents. Um, When you first get out of training, you feel like you have to follow everything you were taught. And um, it, it just kind of opened my mind to being more, um, well, (laughs) open minded Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, about, you know, about those things and not so rigid about what has to happen on a certain timeline. Yeah. And, and also just parenting in general to be more forgiving with yourself, you know, and and to counsel parents that way. um, That we all we all make mistakes. And we're all doing our best. And that's okay. That is such a great lesson because I I really don't know any parent who doesn't struggle with that, you know. Yeah. 
just really, we're so hard on ourselves. Okay, I'm speaking with Dr. Janice Gonzalez, author of Lessons from a Gentle Life, Reflections of Love, Loss, and Healing, and we'll be right back. I'm so thankful for support from Natural Awakenings Magazine in New Mexico, a monthly green, healthy lifestyle publication, and for support from High Desert Yoga, promoting optimum physical health, clarity of mind, and spiritual inspiration for all. Many of you have followed my journey from consulting to women's leadership and empowerment, starting a nonprofit, raising two kids, and everything in between. I've really taken some time this year to focus in on where I can help the most women with their own desire to create social impact and also a good income for themselves and their families. As my consulting and coaching practice is growing, I found that one of my favorite things to do is the free discovery sessions. I love hearing about people's passions for the work they do, sharing what I do, and helping people understand what my hybrid consulting coaching is all about. Hint, hint, serious strategy plus spacious mindset. So if you find yourself worrying about whether you'll ever make it in the thing you're pursuing or waking up in the middle of the night anxious about money, lacking energy you need to get everything done, or procrastinating on moving forward with projects and tasks, or even if you're in a leadership role, but you're second guessing yourself and not getting things done, I'd love to talk to you. These conversations help me get clear on how I can help more leaders create the impacts and income they want so they can start living with ease and joy. Plus, you'll get a free hour with me to get crystal clear on what you want to create for your company or organization and your life and what's been holding you back. So if you're interested, you can book a call at wellwomanlife.com slash learn more. We're back with Dr. Gonzalez. She's the Maternal Child Health Director at the New Mexico Department of Health. And she also just wrote a book called Lessons from a Gentle Life about her journey with her young daughter who passed away from uh, leukemia. And Dr. Gonzalez, we're going into the segment called Superpowers for Success. So we want to ask you a few quick questions that will really help listeners um, understand who you are as a woman, as a leader. And um, the first question is, what does success in life mean for you? Well, when I was younger, I would have said it had to do with degrees and titles, but I definitely don't think that anymore. I think really being a success is when you can say that you do something meaningful in the world that helps others. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not just about what I can do for myself or make a living for myself, but to also do that in a way that contributes something. Mm. And when did you know you were really good at what you do? Mm. Connecting the passion with the purpose, you know, and really being who you are in in the world? Well, it's interesting because it, it depends what you mean by what I do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, it, in terms of writing, I always knew that writing was my best way to communicate. That, that was something I did ever since I was very little. And um, mm. I, as I went to school, I always knew that if there was a writing assignment, I could ace it. But if it was a presentation, forget it. You know what I mean? So, um, so writing always felt natural to me. Mm. But in terms of what I do for work, um, I would say it took more external validation. I, di- I didn't really know that I was good at my current job until, until I 
took it on and then I started getting um, validated, pra- you know, praised for the way I was doing it. And then that's when I started feeling like, okay, yeah, I can do this. I can, I can. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So for the listeners, I, I just take notes about the internal validation versus the external validation and reflect on, um, on your own, on the, that question for yourself. When did you know you were really good at what you do? And, and was it something internal like Dr. Gonzalez knowing that you were a good writer versus the external and sometimes those, um, the answers to those questions can be very enlightening. Just, can you describe a personal habit that contributes to your well-being? Because in order to do everything that you do in the world and, um, you know, and do it, quote unquote, successfully, uh, how do you take care of yourself? Well, I do try to prioritize sleep. At least I try to prioritize going to bed early so that I can theoretically get enough sleep. But a lot of times I find out I find myself waking up a lot, which I can't really control. Um, but I try. I try to get enough rest. Um, and then I, I try. I try hard to get at least a few minutes of quiet time every day. Mm. And sometimes that's just when I'm walking the dog, you know, for twenty, thirty minutes. Yeah. And, and I have that that quiet. Sometimes I will actually wake up early enough to get in some meditation or some centering prayer, um, which is something I try to do. Okay, those are good ones. Those are actually, I I do hear that a lot from women leaders, um, that some kind of meditative practice uh, and some sort of morning routine are really important. Um, what superpower did you discover you had only to realize it was there all the time? I guess I would say probably sensitivity and authenticity. Mm, I love that. And what advice would you give your younger self, say your 25-year-old self? Not to be so hard on myself. <laughs> I was I was very hard on myself. And, and I see my daughter doing the same thing now. <laughs> and I want to tell her, don't do that. But it's, you know, it's, it's probably something you have to learn yourself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I wish I could tell myself that. When did that shift for you? Was it when everything else was shifting that we've kind of talked about? Yeah. You know, I mean, after a while, you you just realize that you can't do everything perfectly. <laughs> you just can't. And you have to accept that. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Juggling, I call it. Mm-hmm. When you know, I've got a couple balls in the air. You might drop one as well, and that's okay. <laughs> you just right. pick it back up and At keep first, going. When you're younger, you think that dropping that ball is going to be the end of the world. Right. But then you realize that you can pick it up and keep going. Yeah. And I guess that's another thing I would tell my younger self is, you know, think you are going to drop balls. You are going to have hard times, but keep going. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Dr. Gonzalez, do you identify as a feminist? I don't tend to use that word, but I definitely identify with the values. Um, I am very passionate about equality and um, equity. Mm. Okay. And what makes a good leader? I think, first of all, integrity is very, very important. Because if if the people you're trying to lead don't trust you, then you're not going to get very far. Also passion, like we talked about, I think it helps when you're passionate about about the work so that you can inspire others. Um, 
sense of humor always helps. <laughs> <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah. Okay, those are three great ones. Um, last question for you. What are you reading right now? What's on your nightstand? Mm, I just started a new book. It's by Samantha Power. It's called The Education of an Idealist. Mm, awesome. Okay. And then my audio book is um, currently about the Flint water crisis. It's called What the Eyes Don't See. Mm, okay. It's so funny how people answer this question. There's never one book, right? It's always, oh, no. yeah, it's always <laughs> like have a, a stack, stack of books. Of books. <laughs> Me too. And then there's the audio books and all of, you know. And a stack of audio books too. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we do put these books in our Well Woman uh, book list. We started a book club, so we'll add those. And um, Dr. Gonzalez, it's been a pleasure having you on the show today. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. That's it for our show today. Remember, if you need support to live your Well Woman life, head over to wellwomanlife.com slash Facebook to join our community. As a reminder, we are on NPR every week, so be sure to tune in at npr.org slash podcasts and search for The Well Woman Show. If you enjoyed today's show, please take a moment and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and leave a review. This helps raise visibility, which is super helpful when it comes to producing the show every week. For feedback, comments, or just to let me know you were listening, find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Well Woman Life. I'm Giovanna Rossi for The Well Woman Show. Until next time, have a super powerful week.